Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Well, as we close out the week on Friday, pew, 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 pew. on the Colleen and Bradley Show, my talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Uh, we will end the week as we began, as we've begun and ended, I think, the past five, six weeks. No, it's seven. Well, it's going to be seven weeks overall, but Holy over the bias. past six weeks, we have endured more than 100 hours of testimony. Uh, and jurors, as of today, have finished here. Well, actually, as of yesterday, finished hearing evidence. And today, we're getting the closing arguments. Dun, 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 dun. Bradley Trainer, our legal correspondent for the Herp trial. You're getting a lot for your money on that one. We're and not. That I mean, you're not paying, paying me anything. anything. <laughs> oh. Oh, I was like, we're done now. <laughs> and that's all you get. No. Um, okay. So today. So, yes, I've been uh, arriving with the show uh, with a perspective and some thoughts about the things that have happened during the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trial. And we have talked about them as a family. Some of them have been crazy. Some of them have been less so. Some of them have been hard to understand. But after the final witnesses yesterday, I thought, you know, uh, there was a moment where I was like, maybe we should go back and listen to um some of the testimony from yesterday, but then I was listening to closing arguments this morning and I thought, I actually think this might be a better way to wrap up this coverage. It's not that we're not going to talk about this story well, as much anymore. Yeah, there's more to be revealed. Right, because the jury, once they take this trial, um, the jury is, you know, like that's going to drive a lot of our conversation and then whatever the jury decides will lead to some other it's not over, yeah. is my point. Yeah, more, more to, more to occur. But if you've not been closing it, closing it, if you've not been following it closely, or even if you have, I think it's always a good idea to sort of reframe what this is all about. And I think perhaps an easy way to do that is to listen to some of the closing arguments from both sides. Mm. Now, this is not exhaustive. It's not even a summary. It's literally, I just want to play for you a clip from each of the closing arguments. I think uh, the defense is still underway. So this is not by any means like the end-all be-all summation of their closing arguments. Mm -hmm. But I think the clips that I want you to listen to are going to crystallize, at least, um, for the average person listening and for those of us on this show who've been sort of following the story uh, for the last number of weeks, what this is really comes down to what it boils down to yeah perfect okay so who do we have first so i think we can start with and holly you have you got the audio right yeah okay so let's start with the johnny depp uh closing argument now this is johnny depp's lawyer basically giving you an idea of what they think this case is all about okay exactly six years ago today on may 27th 2016 miss heard walked into court and filed a false report of domestic abuse against her husband of 15 months, Johnny Depp. The scene was a setup. She tipped off the paparazzi, 
so they would be waiting. They knew exactly where she would pause, which side of her face to photograph. And the photos captured what she wanted them to see, the image of a battered woman. What the paparazzi did not know is that the dark mark on her face mysteriously appeared six days after last seeing Mr. Depp. It was a lie. She knew it, Mr. Depp knew it, and the multiple witnesses you heard from who saw her that week of May 21st, 2016 also knew it. But the world only saw what she wanted them to see. All right, so that's a clip from the closing arguments wow. of Johnny Depp's, one of Johnny Depp's attorneys during the trial uh, against Amber Heard, a case that they're trying to make that she defamed Johnny Depp's character. So, like, I certainly have lots of thoughts. I'm sure you do, too. What Do you just have a gut reaction to that clip that I mean, listen to? They, I mean, she went, what's the word, full throttle, guns blazing, uh, blazing saddles, uh, saddlebags. I mean, she was doing it all. She brought it all right in there. She just basically said, this woman is a flat-out liar. Yeah. Absolutely. That was my number one takeaway listening to this particular portion of the closing argument that Amber Heard is a liar and that Amber or actually what what they go on to talk about. And and you don't hear that so much in this clip, but that Johnny Depp is a victim. Mm -hmm. Johnny Depp is a victim of domestic abuse. Like point blank. They say that Amber Heard is the perpetrator. She is a liar. She manipulated. And here are the countless reasons why that is the case they are trying to make to the jury. And then, you know, in all of that, yes, and and she was very aggressive in trying to prove the point right off the bat that Amber Heard is a liar. And also, what were, I mean, even when you listen to that, you get lost the fact that this is about an article that she wrote Mm -hmm. for, with the help of... uh, the ACLU. I almost like screwed up all the letters. It's like it's Wordle today or something. The ACLU that that defamed Mm -hmm. him like that even gets sort of like not buried underneath all of that. I know it'll come up when she wraps it all together. Right. Yeah. yeah. At some point. But I mean, they have each side has two hours, by the way, or had two hours today to kind of make their case. So. But. That is aggressive, Yeah, what we just heard. Absolutely, but it has a clear, you know, like, again, they're trying to make the case Amber Heard is lying. She's a lying liar who lies. And if she lies about some things, she's lying potentially about all the other things. Now, on the other hand, of course, it's her attorney's opportunity to make the case, or at least say that the prosecution in this case has not made their case against, uh, or Johnny Depp's lawyers, because would we call them the prosecution? It's not a criminal I don't even, trial. Yeah. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I'm not a legal expert. I only play one from noon to three. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Amber Heard's lawyers would like you to believe something as well. Let's have a listen to one of her attorneys addressing the jury today during closing arguments in the Johnny Depp versus Amber Heard trial. In trying to convince you that Mr. Depp has carried his burden of proof in proving that he was never abusive to Amber on even one occasion. Think about the message that Mr. Depp and his attorneys are sending to Amber and by extension to every victim of domestic abuse everywhere. If you didn't take pictures, it didn't happen. If you did take pictures, they're fake. 
If you didn't tell your friends, you're lying. And if you did tell your friends, they're part of the hoax. If you didn't seek medical treatment, you weren't injured. If you did seek medical treatment, you're crazy. If you do everything that you can to help your spouse, the person that you love, rid himself of the crushing drug and alcohol abuse that spins him into an abusive, rage-filled monster, you're a nag. And if you finally decide that enough is enough, you've had enough of the fear, enough of the pain, and you have to leave to save yourself, you're a gold digger. That is the message that Mr. Death is asking you to send. Okay, so that's his, uh, or excuse me, Amber Heard's attorney talking about Johnny Depp. Mm-hmm. What, what's your reaction? I mean, listen, I'm glad, I'm glad for that because that is exactly the conversation that is happening in certain circles outside of the courtroom. Mm-hmm. The fact that, you know, the broader implications of what we're hearing and seeing in this trial are confirmation for the reason why many times domestic abuse survivors don't come forward because they're not going to be believed. If you do one thing, it sends one type of message. Mm-hmm. If you don't do mm-hmm. that thing, it sends another message. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's an impossible corner that she's painted into. Yeah, absolutely. It, the, the I think the... Because to me, when I first heard this, I'm thinking you're making a lot of generalizations about domestic abuse. As yes. you just laid out, there's a broader conversation that's been happening. We've been having that conversation on the show. Like there's the, you know, there's the the court that the jury is listening to or a part of. And then there's the court of public opinion that we're all sort of having conversations about. And this is a wonderful chance to talk about domestic abuse and mm-hmm. um you know all of those things but does that apply directly to the case so mm-hmm. what i find interesting is that that's a very broad discussion but does it get at specifically the allegations uh made against amber heard now yeah. they they may address them later and in they the, certainly in go the remaining on, two hours right <laughs> but i think that that's that's one of the strongest cases that the that amber heard's people have is that like if 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 I have been contradicted, it's because Johnny Depp is a controlling um, mm-hmm. domestic abuser, whatever like the terminology is, right? So like any incongruity is not because of me; it's because of Johnny Depp, right? Whereas the opposite is true for you know the the for uh, Amber the the lawyers for wait did I say that backwards? So in this case, Amber Heard's attorneys are saying that the confusion. You can lay at the blame of Johnny Depp. Yes. Conversely, I think Johnny Depp's attorneys are trying to say any confusion can be explained away by Amber Heard. The thing that I find um, so interesting is like our the you have to start from a place of of in all of this conversation. If you're going to play the one side versus the other side, you have to come at it from a place of. One person is all right and one person is all wrong. Mm -hmm. The complexity of this actual story Mm -hmm. is that it is possible that a person can have been a victim of abuse and also not be a sterling human being. Yeah. Meaning they had a really toxic relationship. Mm -hmm. She played a part in the toxic relationship because she was in the relationship. Yeah. That does not absolve him from 
any abuse he may have given. Mm-hmm. It does not absolve her, you know, from being able not absolve maybe isn't the right word. It doesn't mean that she can't identify as a victim. The problem is that we that that is a complexity that we are, have are wrestling with right now. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Like, but at the end of the day, the jury has to make a decision. Exactly. Like you and I can have the con the, the comfort of sitting back and listening and going, well, on the one hand and on the other hand, but right. we don't have a, a, uh, a duty before us. Yeah. That the jury has and they're going to have to decide. And so somebody will be because the in jury this, really does have a duty that they have to. I'm just, I just, you can't not. (laughs) I mean, it is the last day. We're Uh, probably going to spend this much time on it until we find out what's actually going on. So I'm glad you got it out. Thank you. You pushed that one out real well. I sure did. My point was, before I was dutifully interrupted, um, uh, emphasis on the duty. We can speculate, but they actually have a job to do. Yeah, so the jury has an actual job to do, and that means... That one person will be perceived to have been the truth teller mm-hmm. and another person the liar. So even though the jury may think, you know, like, oh, these people are both complicated, toxic individuals, their ruling, I think, is going to form public opinion in a way. Right. Mm-hmm. So, like, again, we can sit back and think whatever we want. But I kind of feel like, you know, in the way that you have dipped your toe in the opinions of the people around you in life during this trial and have I think come away with as have I that there are some interesting themes Mm -hmm. that people seem to cling to. I'm being very Mm -hmm. vague vague and clever because I think I've heard a lot of opinions about Amber Heard that I'm surprised by. Mm -hmm. I think that that's just going to continue once this ruling comes in. What I mean by that is like people will just make a snap judgment and say, oh, he was lying the whole time or, oh, she was lying the whole time and then move on. Like it's as if it's that easy. Yeah. And what I think is really interesting is like we you laid out the other day what the possibilities are for the outcome of Mm -hmm. the trial in the actual courtroom. But what is unknown is what the public's reaction to those things will be. And that is the thing I am. I don't know about you. I am like buckled in. Clinching my teeth. Yes, because you're right. It will be people see this in a certain way. And um, it will be curious to see what the public's reaction is to whatever the outcome is. Oh, absolutely. There's about another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
bound to be as much as there has been a passionate response to the trial as it's happening, there's bound to be an equally passionate response to whatever the outcome is. 100%. And, Ooh. you know, annoyingly so in the in our world, because I think sometimes we're surprised by people's strident mm-hmm. sort of beliefs about something they maybe have not paid very much attention to. Mm-hmm. Because as somebody... Welcome- I mean, This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Holly Roberts is here with all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a Dirt Alert. Hey, Holly. Hello. Sources close to TMZ are reporting that Britney Spears is not going to be returning to Las Vegas for a residency. Uh I mean, I feel like it's a little early to be so sure about that. Yeah. Now, people were speculating because Britney Spears took a little weekend jaunt to Las Vegas yes, and was warmly received mm-hmm. by Resorts World, including but not limited to a giant banner on the side of the hotel with her face on it. It was kind of obvious. <laughs> it was kind of obvious. But TMZ, according to sources, says that Britney Spears, there were no talks about her doing a residency over the weekend. She was just having a good time. Sure. With a big billboard of her face. Yeah, with uh, like a, a trip that was arranged by Resorts World and her agent. I mean, it just seemed like a lot of effort for what she's done a lot of is going on vacation, sure, but it's never been sort of like a full court press in the same way. So, you know, maybe it was a failed attempt, sure, and now they're just trying to backpedal, but... Yeah, the source is also saying that Britney Spears is not eager to return to the stage Anytime soon. So they're really putting this story out to pasture. Well, you know what I find interesting about this is that there's one player in the mix who's all about the attention and the fame and the wanting to be visible. Mm -hmm. And that player is not Britney Spears. Yeah. It's Sam Asghari. And he's always right there. And he seems to always be encouraging this type of thing. Yeah, and remember, we didn't learn about whatever this eventual trip to the uh, New York was about. Right. But again, you could see where somebody like Sam was masterminded. For those who don't know, they went on it allegedly, mm-hmm. and Colleen connected the dots earlier this week. La, 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 la. La, 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 la. Mm-hmm. Uh, they went to New York allegedly, supposedly, and there were some other people in New York at the time who she has previously worked with who also problematic. It's a long story. But we can imagine that Sam Asghari was trying to manipulate some projects into being because, to your point, he wants her to do some stuff. He likes and because he likes to be he likes that connection. Mm hmm. He's just encouraging you guys. He's See, supportive. that's the supportive part. Yeah. I just I'm keeping my eye on him. I know I can't do anything, but I'm no, looking. But, but that doesn't, you know, I mean, doesn't mean we can't say something. Yeah. Raise an eyebrow. I'm just something, if she were, say something. If she were my friend, I would say, honey, we gotta I don't know. We gotta talk. Because I'm a little concerned. Mm. He seems a little too good to be true, don't you think? I mean, I would be pulling her aside and having that conversation. Oh, for sure. And I hope there are people like that in her life. I, yeah. I, don't I mean, know. it's hard, though, when you've alienated your entire family or your family has alienated you. I don't feel like that's a good thing. Mm-mm. Whoever's to blame. Mm-mm. That just that is a dangerous place to be when you're alienated from the people that know mm-hmm. you best. Mm-hmm. Oof. Oh, let's talk about food. God. OK, that would be I... Jonathan Chabon. BFF of one Kim Kardashian, and he's dishing to us weekly about how Kim Kardashian's relationship with Pete Davidson has positively affected her. 
I mean, he did, said, did somebody ask the question? Uh, well, I think he reached out tonight. tonight. It's a real good show. Well, Jonathan Shabon got Us Weekly on the horn exclusively, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and he gave them this scoop. Kim's always happy. That's the beauty of Kim. She's been happy since I've met her, and that's why she's so successful. Okay. Nothing no. bothers her, but her positive bi- vibe has nothing continued. Nothing bothers her? Yeah, nothing really nothing bothers her. That. Yeah, mm-hmm. according to Food God, but that Kim Kardashian's positive vibe has continued to grow with Pete Davidson. Okay. Is he selling something? Do you remember what I just said about Sam Asghari wanting to be mm-hmm. close to Britney because it does things for him? The same might be true of uh, Food God, I, I think, I'm is what you're saying. Suggesting. I'm just saying. Yeah. Like... The only time, if he doesn't, if he's not doing something himself, which I don't want to take away from him, whatever it is he does. Mm -hmm. But if he's not doing something himself, he's doing a lot of talking about what Kim is doing. Mm -hmm. And I just, let's all take note. Mm -hmm. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Well, we had to be reminded about who Food God was and his position in the Kardashian universe. Mm -hmm. So that's a way to position things. He's one of the satellites that's in that uh, orbit. Yeah. And so there he is, mm-hmm. giving us exclusive details. Boy, am I literally, glad he did. Literally said nothing. While exactly. eating gold-plated chicken wings. Oh, literally. Something. Thank you, Thank Holly, you. for that dirt alert. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, Holly Roberts is also going to deliver some pop culture mysteries to us. We are going to attempt to solve them. And uh, we do it in a little segment we call Blinded by the Item after this. On my talk 1071. Pop culture mysteries, we're here to solve them on the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Uh, we do solve those mysteries in the form of blind items. Holly brings them to us. We attempt to solve them in this segment. We call it Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. You guys are going to solve all these celebrity gossip mysteries this oh, afternoon. You have such good confidence in us, dear. We're going to do our very best. Try this. That I can promise right. you. Colleen and Bradley. Now that this longtime halftime sponsor has dropped out, it means that the A plus list singer is now first on the list of the powers that be to get her to perform. Okay, so Pepsi, I'm guessing? Pepsi went bye bye in the car car. Uh huh. Yep. And who it must be a Coke person. Who's the Coke person? Britney Spears? <laughs> Um, who's the Coke person? I don't know if, I don't know what, what you mean by Coke person. This person like, has been sponsored by Diet, Diet Coke, Coke in the past. Uh, just for the taste it's of it. not like a, a Kylie Jenner experience. Kylie Jenner headlining the Super Bowl. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I'm just thinking of Pepsi. A, did you say A++ singer? No, 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 no. A+. Yeah. Oh, A+, singer. Who was sponsored by Coke? Uh-huh. Oof. Mm-hmm. Like old school? Like been around a long time? Oh, they've been around for a while. Not old school, though. Okay. Um. Mm. Okay. They have. I don't know who's done Diet Coke. I don't, I don't pay attention either. to stuff like that. Um, <laughs> I mean, I don't. I can't think of the last time I saw a Coke commercial, much less a Pepsi commercial. Right. Now, this person. I think maybe it's been a second or two since they were sponsored by Diet Coke, but definitely had an aggressive, very public-facing relationship with the beverage. I would say, let's look at the... Aggressive? Well, you know, it was Mm -hmm. like, I'm sipping Diet Coke. Diet Coke makes me creative. Mm -hmm. Diet Coke is refreshing. Uh, Last time I can see a commercial, maybe it was in 2013. 
But uh, that was uh, the first date of their partnership. You could win. Uh, he, no. Think Sorry. about an A plus list performer. You were say Beyonce. Yeah, but she just did the halftime, yeah. so that uh, didn't make sense, which is why I didn't get the rest of it. Think about out. somebody big. That Cher. Oh. You said not old school, though. Um, yeah. Okay, so. And they haven't done the Super Bowl halftime show, and it's like, well, geez, why not? Because they were a Coke gal and not a Pepsi girl. Ah! Why is this so hard? I don't know. It's because I can't. I can think of new artists and I can think of super old artists. I'm looking but, at you, Colin. Uh, Taylor Swift. Thank oh. you. God, I'm so. I cannot. We, what we, is wrong with me? We do need to thank Andrew who tweeted us like thank a half you. hour ago. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, Taylor Swift, who has been sponsored by Diet Coke in the past. Now that Pepsi is leaving as a sponsor of the Super Bowl halftime ah. show, it means that Taylor Swift is going to be aggressively courted as this year's halftime entertainment. Interesting. I'm here for that. I'm sorry. Well, I will obviously, be all you are. about that. About that. I mean, I think she would put on a great show. Yeah, and it's kind of surprising that Taylor Swift hasn't done the Super Bowl halftime well, show, but it's because let's she be was clear. Yeah, she doesn't have to. Right. That's true. Like, doesn't what do you like? Artists uh, show up for. Not that the artists who've shown up have to, but usually I would imagine there's a calculation involved. Right. I mean, literally Taylor Swift could, I don't know. She could toot on a corner and, and people would, would buy it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, exactly. I'm so, just saying like that's a lot of work for no money for, for a person who doesn't need to do it if she doesn't want to remember you don't get paid though yeah, yeah that's, that's what i'm saying oh yeah yeah like the, that's not like so she's gonna spend money to do what enhance her album sales which she doesn't need to worry about because mm-hmm. well she's, she's already doing a great job she's re-recording all of her albums yeah. and they are you know I, I almost said selling out but that doesn't happen anymore <laughs> I can't get this album. I had to wait in line for days. It's just right there on Spotify. Happen, yeah. You're fine. At the Ticketmaster at Rainbow. <laughs> Seriously. Blinded by the idol. All right, Colleen and Bradley, let's solve this next celebrity gossip mystery. One of John Hamm's former co-stars in his biggest hit is yachting to snag a very wealthy boyfriend or husband. January Jones. Oh. I mean, what else is she up to? She's kind of been, yeah, incognito. Yeah. So January Jones, perhaps, yachting to find herself a relationship. Doesn't she? Toot. Doesn't she have a child that she's mom about the identity of the father? That is correct. Yeah. Okay. Long suspected, perhaps, that it was a child of Jason Sudeikis. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, the last headline I have is January Jones has super sculpted abs from two weeks ago in Women's Health. Well, good on her. Great. Good January. Sculpted. Okay. Here's another celebrity gossip mystery. Uh, this week's testimony confirms what NT Lawyer has been telling you from day one. Celebrities are the ones who call the paparazzi and make mm. their own news 90% of mm-hmm. the time. have been telling you a lot longer than he has. Exactly. Amber heard Johnny Depp. That's the trial the thing. That thing. Yeah. <laughs> yes, testimony in the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial, specifically from a former employee of TMZ, 
is telling you what has been happening since day one. It's that celebrities are the ones who call the paparazzi and make their own news 90% of the time. And I do think that the focus on the, I think it's probably more like 98% of the time. But I do think it's important to recognize that, yes, we know there are some times that the paparazzi happen upon something or are following something, right? But that the majority of the time, it's a phone call. Well, and I think it's even uh, like easier math in that, like, if it seems like it benefits the celebrity, then it's probably the celebrity. That's really the only math you need to do on a regular basis. At least that's the math that I do. And I'm pretty sure that's what we've been doing on this show for quite a long time Mm -hmm. because um, otherwise you'd have to believe that these outfits are actually paying people to do uh, not to do work because they obviously do work, but like to do the investigative work that I just don't think they have to do Yeah, because the celebrities do it for them. Yeah. Thank you. Auntie lawyer. Yet another celebrity gossip mystery. This celebrity offspring is the OG bad actress. She is also broke again and asking her parental unit to bail her out again. OG bad actress. Offspring. Offspring. Tori Spelling. Oh. Oh, I thought I was kidding. I thought I was joking. (laughs) True, though. Yeah, so celebrity offspring Tori Spelling. NT Lawyer considers her the OG bad actress. Tori Spelling also broke again and is asking her mom, Candy Spelling, to bail her out. This, had anybody, has anybody noticed how, like, they went real, they being the tabloids, went real hard on that conversation about whether or not she and Dean McDermott were getting a divorce. Mm-hmm. And then as fast as those oh, stories showed up, they went away. Yeah. You know, what's interesting is that probably people didn't care. Well, that's true. <laughs> and it didn't true. work to do what she was trying to do. Uh-huh. Which was get some sort of reality show. It's like the only move she has. Yeah. Is like get a reality show to get a paycheck. In fact, I saw a headline today about him with his ex-wife celebrating the graduation of their son. And, you know, I was like, well, this is the most, like, boring Dean McDermott headline I've seen in a while. Yeah. Oof. Wow, Dean McDermott doing a parent thing, yeah. right? That and there was nothing do. shocking about it, thankfully. But that feels like that was planted for sure by her to like thinking if I'm going to get in their heads, like if there's a picture of him with his ex-wife and not Tori Spelling, maybe then people will speculate mm. that they're not together. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like that's the kind of yeah. that's the kind of math she likes to do. Oh, sure. Bernie Hanna. Oh, yeah. Never forget. Do you have a Do you have a shorty over there, Halls? Ouch! Sure. Blinded by the item. Uh, there's a bunch of people in this celebrity oh, gossip mystery, but just putting it out there, maybe you the can party. solve one or two. So, a group of people who lost all their money are joining a class action lawsuit against this permanent A-list boxer, an A-list reality star, and other celebrities in a company alleging they were misled and scammed. Ooh, is this like an NFT situation? Kind of a crypto. Yeah. Like a Logan Paul uh, or some Jake Paul or one of them Pauls. The Paul, Paul boys. Because they do the boxing. The Paul Bears. Uh, Floyd Mayweather. Oh, uh, yep. mm-hmm. okay. Jim Kardashian. Mm-hmm. They were doing all these cryptocurrency yes. commercials about a year ago. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was also another blind item that said that Paris Hilton has lost millions in her so NFT all of these celebrities sure. who have jumped on the NFT slash crypto bandwagon. 
woe unto thee, Matt Damon included. Mm-hmm. Because this just seemed like so obvious from the beginning. But it's one of those things where, you know, like sometimes. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Album, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. People like that are like, oh no, you don't get it. This is a new thing. And you're right. like, oh really? Or maybe people are just using your celebrity to sell some stuff. Right. But then I do wonder, I mean, I mean, I am not endorsing this thing, but I do wonder if this is one of those things that, you know, got a rough start and maybe someday down the road they'll be doing and I told you so because they figured something out. Maybe the technology. Sure. But like this, this like obsessive, like uh, celebrities, you know, buying things that don't we like if you if if you have to take like 20 minutes to explain it and we still don't understand I don't feel like that's yeah. a winning strategy. Well, and, you know, it was real obvious with that oh, obvious. Uh, Yacht Club. What was it called? Board Ape. Board Ape Yacht Club situation where they were doing the rounds and all the uh, talk shows were, would bring that up. And and they and then you'd find out that Jimmy Fallon also had a Board Ape Yacht Club. I don't know if he yeah. did, but you know what I'm seeing? Like you would see how they would be talking about it and acting like it was all off the cuff, but they were all in on it. Yeah, that mm, that there were blind items saying that, hey, they're going to be investigated for basically doing an infomercial in disguise Oof. for these Board Ape Yacht Club things. Yeah, I mean, it was pretty aggressive and apparently be also a big aggressive. Be aggressive. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, thank you, Holly, for those blind items. We are going to aggressively talk about a very, very, very important celebration that is happening next week. It is indeed the Queen's Jubilee. Yes. The Platinum Jubilee we'll be talking about after this on My Talk 1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. And the Queen is getting ready to celebrate a very, very big milestone. And Bradley Trainer, our royal expert, is here with all the ways we can involve ourselves in the jubbly. I like to call this segment from one queen to another. Oh. I'm uh, talking, of course, about the Queen of England. There are three things. That I'll be watching during the Queen's Platinum Jubilee celebration next week. And I'd like to tell you about them. Okay. Because you might be interested in them, too. There's a lot going on uh, with the Queen's Jubilee next week. I know um, you're very excited for this. I can't wait. But I'm actually very excited. Um, So it, it goes from Thursday, June 2nd until Sunday, June 5th. And, of course, it is a nationwide celebration not here in the united states for obvious reasons uh but over in the united kingdom to celebrate the queen's 70th 
year on the throne. Of the three things, um, there you we can all like participate. We can all watch. Mm-hmm. We can all, um, but it's not going to be easy. Okay, so you have to really want this. You really have to be interested in it. And honestly, I don't have a definitive means by which you can enjoy all of the uh, jubbly celebrations because from everything I've read... and I I've, do feel like there are websites for jubbly celebrations. Right, but don't Google but that on this. your own and don't do that at work, please. <laughs> um, <laughs> but back to the Back queens. to the actual jubbly... That we're talking about anyway, the plan of Jubilee, 70 years on the throne. Um, There is not a definitive way to watch these things because American networks are not covering them live. No doubt, you know. I feel uh, like we are still holding an age old grudge. Like, people people are interested enough in the Queen that maybe we can get over. You would think so. I'm actually surprised. I'll be quite honest. I'm surprised ABC isn't doing a wall to wall coverage. And no doubt they're going to be doing several, you know, bits and pieces on this throughout all of their properties. You know, like you can see, um, uh, what is it? Good Morning America with the ABC, right? So you can see Good Morning America. You can see their news programs having updates. Mm-hmm. But like for people like me, I just want to show up for the things that I'm interested in. Yeah. Remember I said there were three. Yep. Let's start with the first, which is the trooping of the color. Okay. I need you to explain because I keep I hearing people talk about either, this. But what is that? It's basically a big parade. Okay. Um that has a bunch of military stuff. Now they do this every year for the Queen. This is not unusual. Mm-hmm. This is every year they do the trooping they of the troop color. The color. Um and this year, obviously, it will be a special version of that because 70 years on, it's a big deal. It's kind of a big deal. And uh, this birthday parade is going to begin at about 11 o'clock local time. It, actually, everything I read said about 10. So that puts us at like 4 a.m. Oh, geez. So if you want to watch this live, I, I would suggest you wait You know, for the coverage to show up Mm -hmm. because you don't need to get up that early for this. There's going to be a royal gun salute. But here's the thing I think most people are going to be interested in. And insofar as the uh, trooping of the color is concerned in the United States, we love uh, to know what Mary, Mary, Harry and Meghan are up to. Right. They will not be on the balcony with the royal family. That I've been hearing a lot of chatter about who will be who will and won't be on the balcony and where they will be positioned. Well, it's very simple. Who will and who won't? Mm-hmm. Well, here's what I want to know: yeah. Is Prince Andrew up there? Exactly. The the again, it's super simple. If you think uh, the following: Are these people engaged in official royal duties? Mm-hmm. So the answer is no. For Andrew's purposes, the the answer is no. Yeah, because he's no longer a working royal. Yeah, that's why uh, Harry and Meghan won't be there because they're no longer working royals. Yeah. So, so is there like a secondary balcony somewhere where, no, where they'll be sitting? They're indoors. Oof. Away from cameras. Yikes. But they'll be in other places. Sure. Um, Harry and Meghan are going to show up at uh, like a Thanksgiving. Um, that would be like a like a religious Thanksgiving experience at St. Paul's Cathedral. Okay. I think I might have just made that up. I don't care about that one. That's not one of yeah, the three Yeah, it's not under three. What's your second? The second one is the Platinum uh, Party at the Palace. Now, that's Ooh, the big that's concert we've P. talked about. PPP. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, and so that's the one where like Elton John is going to be singing via satellite, or via whatever. satellite, a, which is super bizarre. Satellite, he's on tour and he did a package for the Queen. But yeah. yeah, there's a lot of live performers at the concert, and and this is at Buckingham Palace. Okay, that's going to be fun. You'll remember the big sort of climax. Mm-hmm. Do you remember who's performing? Uh, no, Mm-mm. Diana Ross. That's right. 
Diana she Ross. hasn't performed in the UK for like 15 years. So this is a big deal. She will be part of the uh, set list of performers and she'll be the sort of the last hurrah. Dumb question. Yeah. Where is the queen for that? Is she like she's there. Row seat? She'll, uh, that's a good question. I know there's the queen's box. Okay. Mm-hmm. If you will. At her jubbly. But I don't know if she'll actually, I'm sure she'll do like a wave and yeah. a, you know, like, oh, that's amazing. I don't know that you should expect to see her the entire time. She's like, this is for the kids. Yeah. Good night. Yeah. Good night now. Yeah. Uh, uh, and what, where, when? When? So that'll be Saturday night. There's no specific start time, which okay. I also, I'm like, you can't give people a heads up. It'll be Saturday afternoon, evening. Okay. So again, like I'll just be watching probably on YouTube. Cause I imagine someone will do a live stream yeah. on YouTube. Otherwise, if you have a VPN, you know, then mm-hmm. you can dial up the BBC. Perfect. Um, because they'll be doing live coverage the entire, uh, the entire Thursday to Sunday experience. And then last but not least, the third thing you are excited about during the Queen's Platinum Jubilee? The Platinum Jubilee Pageant. Ooh. Yes. Now, this is like kind of a big, fancy parade experience, too. Um, I didn't know really much about this, but they're going to have like street performers, the- theatrical performers, music, a circus, carnival, costumes. And so there's going to be like all sorts of performers and things to sort of like celebrate later on and this is sunday afternoon evening and this is on a stage somewhere or in the streets i think it's like a street performance but there will be you know i'm sure there will be stages and it will be sort of just like one big um it's sort of the 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 last hoorah official hoorah of this experience and there's a ton of other things i didn't even get into there's a lighting of the beacons uh which just involves lighting big candles and things (laughs) you know it's so funny i wonder if there's any part of this that the queen is just like this is unnecessary well she's only going to be at like a precious few of these things and we're glad for when we will have her she actually is on vacation right now to get all rested up for this good all right queenie we're looking forward to your big celebration yas queen thank you bradley for your uh for your coverage of the jubilee when we come back on the colleen and bradley show is it rude to ask your guests to take their shoes off at your house 651-641-1071 give us a call we'll talk about